I'm not gonna lie. We were gonna talk about Comic Con again this week, but Addison, <laughs> what are we talking about? Comic Con again. Comic Con again. We're gonna talk about sequels. Yeah. So we got uh, you. Uh, you come up with the idea that we're gonna be uh, that we could chat about sequels and how they can chain together, I guess. So um, and the yeah. similarities between them. This, and this came from an argument I had with somebody who. And to pull the classic Chris line of I'm a game developer. Yeah. Um, as a game dev. As, as a game, game, as game dev. <laughs> kept calling the new Smash 4.5. Um, in and I was like, no, it's a full it's a new game, it's an actual sequel. And it's this just argu- got every fight. This argument just sprawled and then And the pterodactyl. And, and then the pterodactyl. I was like, it's a whole new engine. Like they've actually it's a whole new engine. So even that just off the basis for that is a new game. Um, but it made me think. About sequels in general. How much does a game need to change to not be a copy-paste HD remake of the last game? Well, was there ever people that said, oh, uh, Melee is just Smash 64? Or was there no, any people that said, like, there's significant differences over yeah. the world. But it's just, like, this is the shortest the game have been together. So the last, between Brawl and 4, was 10 years. It's yeah. been 4 years. Right. So it's been a... It was... 2008 was... Um, 2008 was, yeah, Brawl. 2014 was special. So Smash. that's six years and then we're four years. So now we got four years, yeah. So that's why I thought we could talk about that today because another thing that has come up recently and everyone loves to discuss this is, is Call of Duty actually the same every single year? Mm. And yeah, so we're going to talk about sequels. Well, I guess we'll start. Ollie. Yep. As a main PC game dude, and I guess the question would be, how much would Eve need to change to you for it to be an Eve two? Oh man! And has I like that's a big ask. I asked myself this. Mind, yeah, well, I asked myself this question. Like, as someone who plays like a, like solid games that have one iteration with solid updates. Yeah. Well, how much would this need way, to change if, if the internet is so good? Why, Why isn't there internet too? <laughs> you know? No, I think um, the main problem with doing a sequel for Eve is that you can't be sure of player retention, right? Because it's, it's CCP's only big game. Like, they, they're not like a Blizzard where if WoW crashes, they've still got other things like Hearthstone and Overwatch to a lesser degree and StarCraft, right? So if their MMO collapses, that's their game gone. Mm-hmm. So I don't even really think they could possibly ever do an Eve 2 until Eve has, like, died completely. Now, here's the other question. Just because it's so massive. With all the patches and expansions, how different is the game from when it started? Considering it's, like, 16 years old, it's, yeah, nothing alike. Nothing alike. Everything has has gotten a balance patch. So So has it been one of those weird things where it's just, within itself, has become its own sequel? Um, that's, the, that's something that's been well, floating around for a while like is is World of Warcraft because it's so old and they're bringing out World of Warcraft vanilla which is based on the because it's so different now is it actually I think it's sequel for something to be for something to be a sequel it has to be the like next step in something to do with the game so it either has to be like the next chapter of a story or the next you know iteration of some mechanic or something not just here's something that we are going to put it's like putting layers of paint over something so the next natural evolution yeah it has has to be its own standalone release i think because that's another thing i don't count um standalone expansions as sequels 
No, yeah, no, yeah. that's that's fair. Well, like I, the um, I think it's a little bit of the hard. Chosen I think it's a little bit hard with MMOs, uh, because they're the MMOs. You know, like they're, they're, they're just, just going until they die. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just going to keep. They're going to have a have a history. They're going to have a family uh, of of players, and they're just going to uh, people are just going to grind and grind and grind and grind and grind, um, and it's going to keep getting updates and it's going to keep changing, um, whether it be rapidly or over time. Uh, like I know there's some games that have been out for like over 11 years and they get an update like once every couple of years and, yeah. it's, and it's like and people are still dedicated to those games um, and you know they still play them so I can't see an MMO getting like a massive sequel but even like I don't know really awesome I guess standalone games that are that are campaign based or something like that like the best game ever <coughs> New Vegas uh, if that was to get a is a that horse dead yet? Hmm? No, dead? no. We will we will push for New Vegas as much as we shield the Nintendo Switch. Absolutely. So I want you to know that like that yeah. that is like the basis. It, it's my you go, get you get a low quality good. podcast with three hosts who all hate each other. Not really. You get Nintendo oh, shilling uh, and you uh, and you and you get New Vegas shilling. New Vegas. You should just well, understand that by now. Like it's uh, it's never going to happen. But if I was to say a game like that, if it was to ever get like a true sequel, um, I personally wouldn't want it to be a sequel. I wouldn't want it because there's no story to carry over. There's no, like, I mean, I'm sure... For what game is this? For New Vegas. Like, it's it's a pretty open-ended ending, like, and I don't think Bethesda chose to put it into the canon. I'm I don't not think sure. any of the Fallout games are really a sequel material. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're just like a, a different game set somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. There's and like... It, and Easter that's, eggs and that's cool so they've got similarities so do you believe it should be along the line of the not true sequel thing which is like same universe different name yeah like Call, yeah. Like Call of Duty like Call of Duty you have the Black Ops series and you have the Modern Warfare series they are legit sequels but most of the games are just Call of Duty XYZ well, Call well, of Duty XYZ blah 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 well Black Ops Black Ops is in the same universe as World at War which is really, really hard pill to swallow when you go back and you're like, oh yeah, cool, this is this is awesome. Go back and you you uh, fight the Japanese in the jungle in World at War, and then you go and play Black Wait, Ops Three, and you're like being skits and running up walls and stuff, doing some parkour stuff, and it's like, what? <laughs> this, this is in the same universe? Like it's really, it's really daunting. It's really weird. Because... I'm not sure if they're in the same universe. I know this character. Nah, man, Reznov. Reznov. No, because Reznov and Reznov. Reznov and Price are just reoccurring characters, like different characters with the same name. Ah, uh, blah blah blah. Because Price blah, blah. is Reznov. in different timeline. There you go. Price is in Price is in every timelines in Call of Duty. Well, it makes <laughs> sense. There's three different developers. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me if there's three different separate universes within it, because Price appears. That would overcomplicate it, like for already like um, a series that's already starting to look back to its past to increase its its. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, it's liability. Oh, yeah, playability. Look, look back actually, to yeah. its past. Did really well sales wise, and then Treyarch were like, "Nah, nah." <laughs> Black Ops Four. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. We're just going to go back to what we know, um, <laughs> which is cool. I've uh, been playing the Black Ops Four trailer um, beta all weekend. You've just yeah. been playing the trailer playing the all weekend. Trailer. Like, yeah, well, I've been I've been playing the Last of Us on YouTube all week. You know, um, <laughs> no, I didn't know you were into Let's Players. Yeah. <laughs> No, we have. You want to watch New Vegas Let's Plays? Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. Like if if I can understand if a game does like a a in regards to like Fallout, Fallout One and Two, I would consider to be sequels because you do go back to 
uh, to the areas that you were in the first one, and you are uh, in the tribe that was descended from the the vault dweller, um, and you become the chosen one. And so you know you've there's that. So he established something between one and two, and in two, you know, you come in, you you do your thing. It's same same mechanics. Um, I would personally say better story um, and kind of better world, but it's still kind of kind. Uh, it's still very sequely. While three, not so much because new developers, uh, you know, and they try to make it more modern and. Then there's four, four, but fours are really different. It's in contrast, it's very different to the, the relationship between one and two. Three and four, yeah, they do have characters from three in four. They're like, more, like, they're they're more stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're kind and, of like, uh, they're kind of like, oh, did you get that reference sort of thing? Like, hey, did you get that? This is that guy from there. And that kid guy. In yeah, the- yeah, that, that kid from three. He's, by the way, this guy with a cool jacket here who looks like a wrestler. Um, you know, and... Uh, it's and and there are things in three as well that hint at hint at four. For instance, the uh, they do talk about um, the institute in three. Believe it or not, in Rivet City, they talk about the institute and they talk about uh, the synths and they talk about the Commonwealth. So you can see that they had the idea, they planted the idea, but I I don't feel like it's it's a sequel material it's so definitely what, not what does it, what, would it, what does it take like how many how many linking elements does it take something to, be to, to, be, to become a sequel I think you said it really well with two You're like it was a more defined world and a story that takes place in a similar vein yeah yeah like that that that's like Halo yeah, Halo yeah, is it's consistent not... enough with yeah but I think, I think of Halo is as true as you can get as sequels go because the yeah, only one that's got not it. a direct sequel is ODST yeah because I wouldn't call that Halo 3 ODST I would just call that straight up ODST yeah I'll just call it ODST because yeah. it doesn't follow it's set in the same universe has the same enemies and has the same themes but it follows completely different characters yeah which is, I, I wouldn't call that a sequel to that's anything how I yeah, feel about that's five. like an expanded that's universe that's how I feel about 5 man I just do not care for Locke yeah, I'll yeah, but Lock Five is still a sequel though because it follows yeah, still follows the Chief. main story. Yeah, I know, but I just and the main cast. Yeah, just yeah, don't care yeah. So we've we've still got this uh, this theme that's been running from from one all the way through, but uh, also as well in sequels, would you consider like this is one which we've been playing in my head since we talked about this a couple of days ago? Was uh, Zelda was the Legend of Zelda series? I mean, so, don't even get into the, the like, Zelda stuff. That is such like, a mess. I know, I know people have, have chopped together these timelines. I'm not sure if like it's official Nintendo They're all official. Time. All They're all three, official. There's three yeah. official but timelines. With these oh, with these ones and how they create new games, um, I also this is where I think it also depends on the hardware okay. that it's going to be put there onto. There is only one direct sequel series in Zelda. I mean, obviously... This morning I saw three. So like three timelines there's, there's other games that take place and obviously the thing is like the hero of time is reincarnated and stuff and this is why I said you've got games set in similar worlds but Wind Waker Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks all do actually follow the same version of uh, Link and Tetra slash Zelda yeah like they fo- but all the other games are like reincarnations this is what I was talking about so this is when you suck into that territory of is uh, it a sequel it's like Mad World Mad, the Mad World game for Wii, the black and white one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've yeah. got you so there's Mad World, and then there's Anarchy Reigns, which is a brawler. It's just a game that takes place in a similar world. Um, 
So it's and, it's one of those things. But but can you really have an entire batch of games, which is what what they're probably pushing twenty oh, yeah. Zelda games, something like that. And you've got those, but can you really can you call them sequels? And or you can you or can you officially call them a bunch of spin-offs? Like, is there a core one, and then you say, "Oh yeah, these are all bunch of spin-offs," or or I is think, that, or is it more of a collective? I think of like collective. It's, it's collective a collective. The, the, as, the, as a huge fan and as someone who's got like the, I've got like I've got the High Rule Historia Encyclopedia, which breaks all down all the universes. All right, no. Is there a universal start point for them? Like, is there like a universal? Yes, yeah, so constant? Skyward Sword. So That's, Skyward Sword is the official, and um, that. Oh, sorry. You, you go. You go. Skyward Sword is the official because that is the day. That is the story of how Zelda is cursed to be chased by the spirit of demise and how the goddess blesses a protector to always reincarnate. Okay. Well, okay. I wouldn't call it a blessing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, not for Link. Not yeah, for Link. No, it's like, oh man. This guy's a pincushion, oh, man. He just gets stabbed. Man, I've been time. summoned. I've been... So- it's like Fate Stay Night. Yeah. Like, well, that's, I, was, I, was about, I was about to make that connection. Like, I was like, this sounds like the like, three I've playthroughs s- of Fate. Mm. Um, and, but, there, so there's that main line and then there's the, the, the main line for... Damn, it splits, damn it's, broken it's, Link Sabres. It splits, it splits a gri- again at um, Twilight Print. I'm not Twilight Princess. Uh, Ocarina of Time. So in Ocarina of Time, there's two endings. You escape the castle or you don't. You know, the timer as you're running down. <laughs> yeah. So the timer, so if, if you don't survive, Ganon wins. And that brings on the Wind Waker timeline. So the Wind Waker Ganon is the same Ganon from Ocarina of Time. All right. You, anyway... Yeah, you yeah, want to just, start like I'm not going to bother playing all of them, but I'm, I'm on I'm on the side where that no, I, I just, I just saw that Steam notification. I'm on, the side that, I'm on the side that it's not they're not sequels; it's a collect. You can just look yeah. Um, that's that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they're a collective of these of these different stories, I guess I I personally thought that before I saw this timeline trash. Uh, sorry, <laughs> not trash. Don't yell at me. Um, is I just thought of them all as like just a cool cool take on the same thing. Um, again, I'm sure there's a bunch of them which are completely different to the, the meta, I guess. Um, but so I enjoy them all, but also I think this is what I was going to say before. This is why I stopped you, but then remembered that I, I should let you talk (laughs) (laughs) because I wanted to, I'm going to ramble a bit. Uh, I think the hardware is definitely, uh, plays a part when it comes to sequels as well. Um, because because if you look at Skyward Sword and this is what, what, um, made me think of it was Skyward Sword. You had motion controls. That was a big part of it. Mm. Uh, and then you look at you look at, for instance, Breath of the Wild. There, are, your movement as well. Yeah, you still have that movement, but you don't really go around swinging your Joy Cons, no. expecting to hit things like you using the Wiimotes. Um, there's also some of the 3DS games, and there's uh, like Wind Waker had a little bit of it with the but like just the buttons and that. But um, and there were some Game Boy Advance games as well. A lot of them were were the hard they built on the idea of how can we make a game that is going to get the, have the same amount of replayability, the same amount of love and passion that we put into it, but for this console. Or oh, this yeah, like, slab I, can, I can tell you 100%, like, Skyward Sword was 100% built for motion calls. Um, Phantom Hourglass, the combat is you swap on the bottom screen and as you where you point yeah. directly. Um, Link Between Worlds was all about Link turning 2D on on so 3DS like the 3DS the 3D effects yep. and they had the multi-tiered levels and stuff like that. the core mechanics of Zelda was was evolving yeah but the aesthetic and the gameplay was for, for the system 
like um, Link Between Worlds is when they got rid of dungeon progression and you could just go get the item you needed to complete the dungeon so you could do them in any order yeah and they tested that and then they just got Breath of the Wild which was the next game and they said here's the whole world yeah here's the whole go. world yeah and which is really cool and so I think that works and with it the- felt like the most natural progression which was enough to move the series forward and that's where I said coming back to I honestly think you've got one end of the spectrum you've got Halo which is just consistently refining what it's got. Yeah. And you've got Zelda, which is pushing the boundaries of what it's doing. Both are sequels that are in their own right. And then there's that middle ground where have they pushed it enough or does it feel, honestly feel like they've reskinned? Yeah. Well, because I can't see like a um, Super Luigi Brothers happening. <laughs> um, I mean, I would, like, I would like to see the Mario timelines. If Nintendo could give, give me an official Mario timelines, um, because I guess if you, you you can have your spin-offs and that, but would would any of the Zelda games be recommend? Would you call spin-offs any of the Legend of Zelda games? Um, no, because they all have a place. Yeah, like they like the the only ones are like if you want to to like suffer is the Philips CDI games, which no one actually recognizes as a thing. Um, but all the games actually have their fit within the timeline. Yeah. Like, well, like you can play every game and know that you've experienced a section of one of three different timelines. Yeah. Well, I think um, uh, the the best timeline in games that I've seen just quickly is uh, Super Mario 1, 2, 3, uh, Super Mario World, uh, Su- Super Mario RPG. They are the only true games, sorry, and their uh, ultimate sequel, which is Doom 2016. Um, all of those are <laughs> in their perfect timeline. Anything outside of that is filler, and it's they're all spin-offs. Anything um, other than Doom and Doom Eternal so <laughs> Four days, four days. Doom Eternal gameplay reveal. Yeah, yeah, actually, Quake, that's gonna be quite cool. con this weekend. Doom, Doom Eternal gameplay reveal, August tenth. Oh, yes. that's actually gonna be pretty cool. Is and it, time to stab till midnight again. I just, I just want a new Quake. Is, uh, I just want a new Quake. Man. Another Smash Direct. No, I played. I, pl- I was playing Quake actually on. Um, I think it was Quake Two. I was playing. I was. I had a couple of beers, so I didn't didn't realize uh, what Quake I was playing. I'm pretty sure it was Quake Two on Nintendo sixty four. Uh, very very hard copy to get a hold of in Tassie. Um, but my you gotta, friend you gotta know a, the right people. Yeah, you gotta know the right people. You gotta need you need your N sixty four guy. You know the shady guy down the road in the in the jacket um, down to his legs. Um, <laughs> just so the inside of his jacket is just yeah, full of yeah full of N sixty four things. Is it is it the timeline? Jesus, yeah. don't tell me, don't show me. Um, now I'm thinking how they can fit into Dungeons and Dragons. So. Um, hey, I was playing. As, I was playing Quake Two. On, no, can we have a Dungeons no, and Dragons? No, 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 Dungeons and Dragons. No, no. why not? No. <laughs> um, so, uh, no. Um, <laughs> with the, uh, I was playing Quake Two on N sixty four with you know, with one stick, and I had to use the C buttons uh, to uh, to look. Um, and it was horrendous. I can't wait. It was a look or move. I don't know. Like I said, I had a few beers, but. I miss Quake. I want another Quake. This Doom Eternal man, it's getting me keen for Quake. Can you hear? Man, actually, Quake. Speaking of sequels, Quake Champions has no reason to be as good as it is. Speaking of sequels, is is my campaign um, a sequel to Grady's? The same universe. Yeah, same, yeah, same, actually, same universe. Yeah, same characters. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons playthrough. Now that we've got a new DM, and we swapped out the DM for a player, and then our our old DM is, is now is, a is player. Is that considered a sequel? Is it a sequel or is, is it a this, spin-off? Is this uh, witnesses? What timeline is this? 
Is this still within the timeline of the practice D&D run? Which I don't believe it's a ago? sequel. I think it's season two of a TV show. Season, season two of a TV show? Okay. Oh. Well, when, when can I get it? I mean, I know Blacklist's got a spin-off, but when, when does uh, 13 Reasons Why get a spin-off series oh, where people are happy? <laughs> Um, uh, 13 Reasons What is coming to yeah, Netflix. 13, 13 Reasons Who. 13 uh, Reasons Where. Where, yeah, I could see that. And then there's... We should write those skits. Oh, man, let's do it. Um, but uh, also, with the with the idea of, um, of Zelda, I'm thinking back to Breath of the Wild. Uh, Breath of the Wild, I believe, is a game which... Um, though I haven't played it a lot recently... Uh, there's still a a lot of the DLC which I haven't played but I have played the master mode a couple of times now which has been challenging and lots of fun Um, it's never too too crazy Um, but it's always is a good stiff challenge but with that game I believe it's got a lot of content a lot of fun it is open world which you know take it as you will is it good for you is it bad but I want to look at the quality of games I want to look at the quality whether where the Breath of the Wild was quantity, let's have lots and lots of these mini dungeons, four major dungeons plus DLC dungeon. Um, are we going to have that, or are we going to uh, Breath of the Wild? Or is, just or is it Skyrim two point Yeah, is it Skyrim two point Like personally, I believe I believe like Skyrim had a pretty good balance. Um, I do prefer the quality of Oblivion and Morrowind. There were some pretty over. long. Quest yeah, yeah, there were some long that. quest lines. You know, like the um, we had to fight the uh, the brothers and you then they're all like ghostly things and you got you got the amulet by the end anything to do with those damn labyrinths was yeah, always yeah, a long was quest always line because it takes a friggin long to finish yeah but um so quality like is would you think Bethesda is, oh not Bethesda Breath of the Wild um <laughs> thanks Bethesda so you know, it just works yeah it just works so for that reference but anyway. with Breath of the Wild is that going is that leaning towards quality or quantity. See, I'm on the firm belief that it's the perfect balance of both because they simple they stripped back everything, simplified and mastered the mechanics, especially the new combat. Yeah. Um. And I, there yeah. is a lot of the old combat though. There is a lot of there is a lot of Wind Waker dodging and. The, oh yeah, the it's like it's the natural evolution because yeah, Wind Waker yeah. was the first game to it's introduce. Mo- it's moving like to the, 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 the moving to what's like, big on the home consoles like now, the which is a lot of dodging and taking other people's weapons and stuff like that. So I'm the firm believer that Breath of the Wild is like is near perfection. Like, yeah. There's a lot of filler, but I honestly think like, and I think everyone's like, oh, too many shrines. I thought the shrines were really good. I And all that. But enough, and if you want, if you want some more of that shrine design and you really liked it, the entire, the Splatoon 2 DLC, Octo, the Oct, yeah, uh, yeah. all the challenges in that were designed by the people who designed the shrines. The Octo expansion, yeah. So if you want some like, <laughs> Similar stuff, but with like cool paint and squids. I highly recommend checking that that's out. A fu- it's a fun game too. Splatoon but, um, fun. Um, but that's another thing. I here, there's a game. I don't think Splatoon Two is a sequel. To did Splatoon. enough to yeah. be a sequel. Yeah, because it, yeah, it, it, like it, it, we added new guns. It added the story. It actually it, took guns out. I actually added forgot there was DLC. a Splatoon Two. Yeah, I, I legit forgot there like, was a, like when you were playing it the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just. Like, Did not think of it it's, as it's, it's Splatoon it's, it's, 2. It's, yeah, it's, it's the same still thing. It's, 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 the gameplay hasn't changed. The cool, and the gameplay is so strong. Like it's really, really. See, good. I didn't, I didn't play one, but I did hear a lot of people say that like one just didn't the, have a campaign. That's like all yeah, two they, really has. Yeah, they said that the campaign was really uh, was phenomenal. It was, it was just like a training zone in one. It, yeah, like, two's campaign and story is 
Yeah, because two's got like a lot of platformy stuff, two's just really shooting, <laughs> and the Octo expansion honestly is worth the thirty bucks that I paid for it. Like the Octo it, expansion, it, oh, the Octo expansion, so is, good. So, if you can octopus purchase or squid, by the way, just while we're talking yeah. about Splatoon. Oh yeah, octopus or squid, Octo, Octo man. If All you can way. just buy, finally like, got the players as as an Octo. Like I think Octo, the Octo expansion. Like if the, just that was the campaign, yeah, is real. But like I, I'm, I was, it was like it's just to me. I love the game. Don't get me wrong, but it was just Splatoon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And a lot of people shared that feeling. So that's where we. That's what I said. We get into that point where it doesn't need to. How could, much doesn't it, it need to change? Honestly, almost have just been like an expansion, like a standalone well, expansion. People, people were saying it's like you've ported Wii U titles before. Just port, why did you just port? Just it? port the first one. And add a, add, add add a story. Yeah. yeah. Because some of the weapons that were in one weren't into. They were released, admittedly, they're doing nothing but free DLC for since launch. They're still supporting it now, um, which is awesome. The competitive scene is really growing as well, which is great. For one? No, for, for two. Oh, for two. Oh, so like all, a lot of the weapons that were missing in one added into two as DLC, and they're consistently adding DLC. Competitive um, Splatoon team. Salty Studios win. <laughs> No, I suck at it, man. But I still, I still, <laughs> like, I, I still watched, go I, as I, hard I, as I can. I watched the Splatoon Two World Champions at um, Boozer premiered before their Smash Ultimate Invitational. I was like really impressed with how but, like some of the stuff they're doing is crazy. But again, as going on about sequels, I didn't think it did enough to separate itself. Yeah, but going on about quality over quantity, I think the quality of that the one quality is fantastic, is phenomenal. It's the quantity, very small, very, very, very small. Yeah, it's was, very simple. I, I'm glad I paid sixty nine for it it's, and not ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're playing, you're playing a game basically to when you're bored, play the campaign. But you're paying for a multiplayer game. So, so like, how do you? And it's and that is that is the quality of it. Is you've got you got uh, like and the quality the quality of like the the um what would you say uh, customization is really good. Yeah. And there's always stuff to grind for in it. Admittingly, grinding in Splatoon is pretty annoying. But, you know, if it's... if it's, yeah, it's You're always going to have a good time. As much as the it. gameplay is really solid, I can't do more than four or five rounds. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Ollie, what are you going to say? So, like, what do you think... Like, how would you tread the line between a game being different enough from its predecessors to stand alone. Like, would you say with Splatoon and Splatoon 2, they're very similar. Yeah. Very, very similar. As and doing enough to be the same game that's recognisable. So that on, fans will still be like, yes, this is the same game. I like this. As, again, the developer as side, game, as yeah. the developer side of me is like, what is the natural evolution of the core mechanic of the game? That, to me, would be where I start building the sequel from what 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 is the core mechanic okay what about if it's a like fairly simple but sort of more story driven campaign do you just go straight on from the story or do you you try and mix things up okay so those things don't get god of war one god of war two god of war three change your weapons change what it looks like change your bosses basic keep your basic combos keep the fact that you're still going to have um still like, a very angry greek man. yeah very angry greek guy uh with a sick goatee like it made me want to grow a goatee but then i realized that i'd look like the local rough so that's like i know <laughs> like, we're gonna but cory barrel like it's not his name but i say Balrog because it's the meme as the game director of two and four so um <clears> the new the god of war 28 he believed that as the game director and the guy who was writing the story and wrote the game and stuff like his natural progression was the new camera angle. That's what he decided. 
he thought that if he could make the combat more visceral, that's what he believed was the most natural progression. This is what I say, each director is going to be different and not everyone's going to agree. But for me, for Splatoon, the more natural progression would be an expansion on the core game mode. Turf, like, you can only do Turf War so many times. And the yeah. fact that the other game modes are locked behind ranked. Catch yeah. the flag. Like, I capture the flag mode. A, like, the, bring the ranked modes to the... You could do, you could, you could do like, like a... You could do even a team deathmatch. In all yeah, honesty. Yeah, yeah, team. Like, I believe with the story, with a new story like it was, and if you add enough changes to the core multiplayer experience that is enough to define and I don't, I don't make enough friends online to, to be able to set up a party to choose my game mode either yeah so that's really annoying and like all my friends uh, that I, I do have to, online that play Splatoon to come to you, they've got other games to play and they live on the other side say, of the world hey man I'm going to make Splatoon 3 people really love the Octo expansion so we want to do more of that I mean we might have the yeah. campaign and I'm going to put everything that was in ranked that everyone is complaining is locked away. I'm going to expand them. I'm, I'm going to give the maps a little bit more verticality. Would you? Would that be enough to you as a player and the fan of Splatoon? Would you be like, hey, that's either a 2.5 or a 3? How much would the developer need to? Do you reckon? Well, I think I think if, it, what, if they were to go, all right, well, here's, the maps aren't just going to be like polar opposites of each other's like yeah yeah so you think there needs to be like a unique map yeah yeah so so for instance like in like the revolution for battlefield 4 yeah well even though i've got to bring up when it first came out that was revolution was such a even though i've got to bring up my boy uh oh no sorry my bad boy cliffy b cliffy b boy uh his idea for lawbreakers was really cool like it's balls to the walls crazy jump off walls do skits everything it wasn't a flat shooter yeah. You could go up and down. Um, so you... I'd like to see something like that. Instead of this flat thing, I could see a, a, a map which has a lot of depth to it. Very... Have it very... Um, oh, how would you call Verticality it? Verticality needs to be changed. Yeah, Unreal Tournament 4 a lot of maps kind of are, thing. A lot of maps like, are built horizontally. Uh, yeah, I agree. For yeah, verticality. Yeah. could see that. I could see... Uh, that way, like your snipers could make a bit more sense, you know. Yeah. That's <laughs> why. That's why sniping. That's why after Call of Duty stagnated for so long, Black Ops Three was such like a revolution for series. It introduced the um, what is now in just like the standard to them is the operators and their special unique abilities. Yeah. Added the boost, added the verticality. Like, well, that game is like you, people come from below you, people come from like horizontally, they come from above. Like they can you can go under a map, and that was enough of a change from the core mechanic. Yeah. Um, but I agree, law, what Lawbreakers... Lawbreakers have unfortunately had to go up against Overwatch. And... And Cliffy Bird. Which do you... <laughs> go up against Do you reckon... Bird. Do you reckon that were it launched now, that Overwatch has fallen off its pedestal, do you reckon it would no, do better? No, he needed he needed to change how the gameplay worked. Like, the biggest complaint was, I don't know what I'm shooting at because every character looks the same. They look uh, generic. Okay. It's like, hey, you just look like a blue version of me. Yeah. And if you're not that character, man, you just look like a blue version of the same guy on my team. Yeah. I'm not going to shoot at you because I think you're the law I think you're the breaker version. There's, law There's breakers in law. That's the thing. Oh, okay. I reckon you look like the law version of this breaker character. Well, so what about... Um like see the siege, Rainbow Six Siege, and Rainbow. the other Rainbow games. Like people did complain that Rainbow Six Siege is not a it's not real a, it's siege not, game. It's it's not. Siege is like siege is just the name. 
Like, it's not a true Rainbow Six game. It just uses the Rainbow Six characters. But itself... And it, and it puts itself out there as a multiplayer-only version of that universe. Patriots was supposed to be the next true Rainbow Six. And that... Rest in peace, Patriots. <laughs> um, but, like, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Wildlands is enough of an expansion on the Ghost Recon series from Future Soldier and all that. Well, having the open world, having the vehicles, having, instead of just being this linear third-person shooter like they all were, they, they gave you the third-person, but they gave you just huge just jungle to play with. And like, I love Wildlands. I think Wildlands is phenomenal. Like, I do you, I do feel like open world, though... Well, open world seems I, to be the answer yeah, for me. Yeah, like, yeah, it seems I to do, be the cop-out. Yeah, I do, I do feel like, um, even though I did just praise uh, Breath of the Wild, we, we, like, we both praise. So yeah, sure but that's open world done well. Yeah, yeah, open world done well in that. Um, but, and I can see open world being you know fantastic when it does have the, the, the quality in it. But I feel like a lot of open world games, like I said before, a quantity over quality. Yeah, what, like the, as much as I love Wildlands, it's like drive here, stealth, or just go guns in blazing yeah. here. Next mission, like, guns, stealth, guns. Like, like there's nothing really. When to I played do. Just Cause Two, huge map, massive map, you know, yeah. and they're like, oh, by the way, we've got this. You, there's actually like an Easter egg in it. This island, which yeah, is the Lost, the Lost island. island, and that's cool as. But it's like, and if you fly your plane over there, the plane will like crash and burn, and then you're stuck on that island, and. But the game still felt like really barren, you know, very crisp barren. I, Did it? But I, um, I feel, it was very, it was very bare, you know. I, I feel as like, if the Just Cause series suffers from. Here is a playground. Here is a bunch of cool gadgets. Go nuts. Go nuts. Go nuts. And it's like instead of I'd, going, I'd love to. Instead of going, here's a great way to use these mechanics. It's. Eh. Yeah, but like I feel like Breath of the Wild, uh, people people started to play around with the mechanics of that game. Even, uh, for instance, uh, oh, Metal, Metal, Gear, Metal Gear Solid: The Phantom Pain. Like I think that was done very well because, uh, yeah, it was empty in a lot of spots and that sort of thing. But, but when, made, when you got you, when you got used to, when you got used map. to it, yeah, yeah, because like Afghanistan, Afghanistan. Right? But like, um, but you could play around with the mechanics so much that you could make your own fun out of it. Like I mean, watch if any you, of donkeys yeah, videos go watch Donkey's videos on it. Like they're pretty good. But um, anyone that like sung heaps of hours into it like I did I had so much fun and that's why I love Breath of the Wild because I I, I memed it and called Breath of the Wild um, Legend of Zelda The Phantom Pain and then I was like oh, I'm going to go play Metal Gear Solid 5 Breath of the Wild um, and I was like oh where are my towers I'm meant to be meant to be playing Breath of the Wild I was like where's my next horse where's, where's my stable it's just occurred to me if you were to go into Breath of the Wild and the Zelda collective another group of games that are a collective and not direct sequels to each other Monster Hunter yeah, yeah, you got yeah, you got Monster Hunter. You've got all these other um, games, and they, they've all got no a core. Over, yeah, there's no overarching story. If you, that shares if you play Worlds, you will eventually get the gist of one of Metal, oh, not Metal, Gear, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid <laughs> Monster Monster Hunter on PS2. You will get used to it. They discover um, something in Africa, but it's the missing link. But I feel like uh, Just Cause is is so Clifford the Big Red Dog, so bare. It's I've got to slingshot my way and use my, uh, what is it, my parachute and get there. And then I'm like, oh, cool. I've got to travel five minutes to go get to this mission where it's the, literally the missions. Scorpion, we need you to go to this place and shoot these people. Can you do that for us, Scorpion? And I'll be like, yeah, cool, man. Go there, shoot people. Mission complete, Scorpion. Go to the next mission. Scorpion, go shoot this. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh my god! Five show? minutes to travel to the next place. Yeah. Just Cause Two, you yeah. know, like, and it's like and that's hey, why we, I was afraid of Just Cause Three. We need you to deliver this car. Cool, grappling hook into my current car. Drive, drive it. 
is behind me. Grappling hook it to my plane. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really like three, but I, I had the same problem and I'm, and I'm fearing four is going to be the same. It's like, if you have such a cool mechanic, find unique and interesting ways to use them. That's why I think the, the, um, what I did it? have fun with two. What are the things in Breath of the Wild? The small d- mini dungeons. The name of the shrines. Thank you. That's why I think the shrines are done so well because we they just get, talked about they, it. They gave you the powers, and you had to use them in unique, unique and interesting ways. It's like I don't remember but, ever using any of the cool new stuff you get in Just Cause Three. Yeah, it was just in a different way. A bigger, a bigger gun. People. Shoot, blow up, die. You um, don't. But you have yeah, a, yeah, well, you have a sky the, wild, the, the shrines, it didn't hold your hand through the shrines. It gave you, here is this problem, now solve it with the tools that you have. Um, Welcome to Breath of the Wild. E- even though there's only... We shill this game. Even though there is only one way to do that, you've still got to find what way it is. And some of them were a lot harder than others, admittedly, and some of them were well easier than anything else in the world. But it was still really interesting and that that still had quantity. Yeah, and then I guess going well, in quality. going for sequels and going for quality as the basis of the sequel, Dota 2 is just what everyone's been asking from Dota 1, which is just revamped, but good graphics. It's just really polished. It's polished. And balanced. And balanced, <laughs> yeah. Dota 1 had no semblance of balance. And if you think it did, you're kidding. Dota All-Stars did. That's a lie. No. Um, but, like... From your perspective, that's what you wanted from a Dota sequel. Yeah, I mean, you wanted the quality. You wanted the the quality was the like as when, from the gameplay perspective, it was already there. You just wanted everything around it to look pretty. When I was like playing Dota One, I didn't ever really want a sequel. It was just kind of because it was like a mod. You don't really ever expect a true sequel expansion, or whatever, from a straight up just a mod. Like, oh, that, I never thought of it. So, like, when I was playing Dota, I was never like, man, when they make Dota 2, this is going to be well, dope. Team Fortress 2, wasn't Team Fortress Team Fortress a mod? mod. <laughs> well, there you go. Valve knows how to make money, I suppose. Mm. Portal was a mod. Was it? But, yeah, it was a mod of something, and then they gave it the full game, and they gave it the sequel. They can't make threes. Yeah. Like, yeah, they can't no, they count to three, three, you know? But... Um, but yeah. What about Diablo? Like, D- Diablo, like, I mean, there are still core players of Diablo 1. And two, there are people that skip three because it wasn't what they wanted in the sequel. No, so they play, what do they play, Ollie? Diablo 2.5, also known as Path of Exile. Like, Path of Exile. I'm a huge fan New of... New expansion just started on the 4th, by the way. I'm Go play it, it's I'm fun. A, I'm a huge fan of all those games. Shill. Yeah. Like, and I put a lot of time into three. Three is very much like your entry point. But three, now, they've, they've done the right thing. They've added all the things that people wanted the game to be. Like the torment levels, like the 10 torment levels and stuff. So like they've that. turned it into Path of Exile. Yeah, pretty much. No, because so, I think the torment stuff and everything came out before Path of Exile. Because I still remember being part of like the beta when all this stuff was rolling out for Path. Path has done the different thing, which is good, and has really said, "Hey, all that stuff that's great the, in Diablo." Actually, history. hang on. The number one thing I will complain about Path of Exile is no, there is no such thing as community interaction with trading. All I do is buy a thing off a dude, roll up to his hideout, say thank you for the random friggin' unique that I need, and then leave. That is not community interaction. Alright, just make a damn trading post. People put their items up, and I pay the money, and it gives it to me. I don't want to friggin' stuff around with going to some Russian dude's hideout, and then having a, like, connect to a Russian server, and then having to go back to the character selection screen, because I have 500 ping for the rest of the game, because I'm still connected to the damn Russian server, (laughs) even after I leave. 
No, tell stop them, that. Tell them how you really feel. Yeah. I'll say it louder for the, the people in the back. People in the back. But, like, sequels, they dominate the industry we're in now. Like, like people say, oh, stop giving us this, stop giving that. It's like, also well, price fixing. Well, stop buying. Well, Destiny was not supposed to have a sequel, surely. It was meant to be... No, yeah, that, it was. meant it to was. be a follow-up. Destiny, there was, was, yeah, no, there were, they planned, they originally planned, their roadmap was, uh, was like... Three or four Destiny games, thing wasn't it? No, Destiny. What Destiny Two is was a Destiny expansion, which got too big, so it did the it did the Enter the Dominatrix thing for Saints Row Three. It's like and became its own game. I'm on the side of Destiny Two is just reskin Destiny One. All the abilities are the same. It's like there's no difference. Like I, you should have heard the Universal reader. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Too. I don't play Destiny, so read Chris. Like I, really? like, I got Destiny 2 from Humble Bundle. Like, it was one of the Humble Bundle monthlies. So I was like, cool, I'm going to finally play this. And I'm like... Shout out to the one dude I know that plays Destiny, by the way. Like, like it, was, it was great for my wife, because my wife was like, oh, Destiny 2. She's never played Destiny 1. I was like, for me, I was like, this is like, all the skills. There was one... Each class got one new skill. That was it. Like, one new ultimate. The golden gun for the... For the... Hunter? Guess what? You get the golden gun in too. Like, that's his ability! <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I will. He has an ultimate. We summons like he turns. He gets a golden gun and just instantly kills one enemy. Uh, we play video games. Can we that, don't play Destiny. Can that, can that Ember bosses? Can that just like Lamau and no, bosses? No, uh, it has like a damage like. I will. I will uh, say though lame. that uh, uh, how not to do a sequel. And this is a game that I love so much, and I and I've pumped so many hours into it. A game that I love, but it is not how you do a sequel, and that is Borderlands Two. All right, the pre sequel. No, I actually like pre-sequel. Again, hit me with them rees. But, like, I actually enjoy that because... Remember to smash that like button and hit me with them rees. And them rees. <laughs> but, um, no, they... I, Borderlands 2 was what 1 should have been. It was 1.5. It was, oh, cool, you can actually, like, change the skins a lot. Like, there's more customization. That, 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 Your head's that cool. comes from the basis yeah. of a... There's actually a story that's followable. There's, yeah, but I understand that There's one. a final boss. There's a final boss. There's a reason for the final boss. Uh, the reason. final boss of... Yeah, as much as, like, they like people don't want to say it and Gearbox will never admit it themselves, is, like, Borderlands 1 was their last chance. Yeah. They weren't... Like, they had been known for ports of Half-Life games to... to consoles and a bunch of other they hadn't really been overly well known was I'd never heard of Gearbox till Borderlands 1 and I like I, I understand Gearbox did like a racing game before that yeah they did a bunch of like weird stuff like they didn't become the Gearbox we know till Borderlands 2 Borderlands 1 was kind of a sleeper hit I, I remember going to EB Games I pre-ordered it I was the only guy there on launch day who picked it up. No, I was the only. They said we got one copy of the Pre-orders. game. Pre-orders, yeah. Re- yeah, well, I pl- yeah. Re- um, I played. I played one a lot, but I played it on. If anyone I- buys your game and you wonder why, then they complain that your servers don't work, and it's because you only had ten pre-orders and you only estimated ten people on your server launch, and then they complain because a hundred people bought your game. You deserve it. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> Uh, but uh, gonna, that was that was that was satire. It was it was satirical reading at yeah. you because so many people do when like games do if pre-orders. You can pre-orders. Play, Although, wait, 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 wait. Which one? There was a game recently that had its pre-order bonus was a freaking torch. Wasn't wasn't that a new Tomb Raider game? Did it have a torch or something stupid? That that's it's like oh wow you go here's the ultimate bundle you get a freaking torch. 
That's. I think it might have been the new. Just to quickly, just to quickly go on about order bundles, just really, I still hold to this day the best pre-order I ever made was the Prestige Edition of Black Ops One, which had the actual functioning RC card. My favorite pre-order was uh, the Skyrim pre-order. But apart from that, um, yeah, I I I honestly think two is the progression of what happens when that studio actually has money now. That's what they if they had the money yeah. to make one any good. one like sorry it was good sorry not I won't say to make one any good it, it just is, it was like lacking two sequel gonna be a second lamp two is the true envision I think of what they wanted for one one it's, it's one point yeah. four it's what one yeah, should yeah. have been um, it would have been cool to have so what happens previous when you get a studio money, guys yeah it would have been cool to have previous classes and that but I did like how a lot of it did because I I felt like the um the DLC for one added some substance you know oh the DLC one was fantastic especially the zombie expansion I re- oh that was really cool I replayed cool. the zombie expansion awesome. like over and over and over and over again yeah that I was honestly one of my favourite zombie expansions were always fun you can always have a solid hit with the a zombie Dungeon expansion and Dragons, the Dragons the Dungeon DLC alright for Borderlands 2, 2 is, is the so is my favourite like use of DLC Outbreak was, Outbreak was fun for Siege yeah zombie aliens that was pretty cool that was I enjoyed that um, but I, yeah, I'm agreeing. Like, I don't feel as if that was a true sequel. I just feel as if it was the true the envision, game, like the yeah, true the game they envisioned. Yeah, it was yeah. true vision. Yeah. Um, whether Gearbox want to agree with that, I don't know. But that's what I felt. I felt like they were restricted with a lot of things. Um, the final boss very much feels like, hey, we ran out of money. Um, quickly well, that, make technical. That chick who was a <laughs> siren, and she just kind of dies while you play a siren. And you're like, I'm OP. What you what, what you most, what you doing? What was the most disappointing boss for you in a game that you can think of recently? Just as a quick side. Okay, note. recently. All right, this is this is gonna hurt everyone that's just heard me talk. Uh, fantastic about it. The most disappointing boss as of recent is Ganon, uh, Calamity Ganon in Breath of the Wild. Oh, I am 100. percent All right, that was trash. That was garbage. Which is why I did like the, was, the DLC boss, it was the final the, boss it was in the there DLC for story. Calamity Ganon was there to clearly state the line that he is no longer wanting to reincarnate. He is going all in on his final life. That that lock, that boss fight was built for that that line. And it's by by the way, hit his going spots. Well, <laughs> bang bang. Um, so by the way, but, hit his going spots. But we need 15 lines of dialogue to activate before the bow even appears for you to shoot. Yeah. By the way, we need five more lines of dialogue before the lines start growing. Yeah. Just to, just to get you. Just to... But it's it, that was annoying. That was how much dumb, dumb as hell. Campaigns are going to. But um, my D and D bosses are going to be like. But that. the boss in the DLC for Breath of the Wild though was phenomenal. Oh it was yeah, awesome. It was so good. Stick bananas in front of a ghost. What? Stick bananas in front of that boss. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was just so, like an idle comment. Um, what about you, Ollie? Uh, I um, a, bo- a, a sleeper boss that I really hate is Innocence. Before you fight uh, first phase Katava in Path of Exile, Innocence feels like a way deadlier fight than Katava. Katava is meant to be like the god of like hunger and devouring all things and stuff, and then you know you fight one of his friggin' generally dudes before you fight him who is probably responsible for 50, 50% of my character deaths in hardcore and then I fight Katava and I'm like oh yeah you know whatever easy Murdered smash him. him smashed him I, I, haven't played, I haven't played a game with many bosses of late I I will say this again no, but wait, wait, I'll say this always complain about one of the monster hunter 
bosses or creatures being like way easier. I don't. Than com- be? I don't complain. That, I don't think they're. Bosses. Was that you? That to, was me, to, to me, to me, to me, they're not bosses. To me, they're my goal. Like a, a boss is the culmination of a bunch of, uh, an effort. That, yeah, but to wasn't, me, wasn't there one that was known for being particularly hard and then was pretty underwhelming in one of the games when they brought it brought it in? Uh, no, it was just. Um, in that regards, it wasn't that it was underwhelming. It was that the barriers that were there for the game were no longer. It was Devil Joe. Devil Joe came out. Devil Joe is known to be ridiculously hard. Well, that's like, right. Yeah, what, and we smashed him. And like, because the barriers of what made him hard are no longer there. The you can you can run in all directions now, not just eight. You can drink and run at the same time instead of drinking, like standing still to drink. So he doesn't like, just all the delay. barriers that made it hard. I gone. So it was. It wasn't really that he was weaker. It was just that he the ba- like I said the, the character was more powerful. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, yeah. But then they released Tempered Devil Joe, and then everyone complained that he was too hard. And every, like Behemoth, it's, it's a Behemoth. Everyone's complaining Behemoth is too hard. But it's Monster Hunter. Just it's going to be hard. Just 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 get good scrub. Just put on dodge. Click dodge. dodge. Click dodge. If you dodge play Dark Souls, you know what I'm talking dodge about. Just dodge. Just but, dodge. That's how you play no. that game, isn't it? Just dodge. I haven't really played a game with a boss in it that is written because I've only really been playing like three games of late. And in time I get into developer mode, I just don't play games. I play Monster Hunter, I play Siege, and I play Paladins. Yeah. I don't play... I don't play anything. I get Humble Bundle every month. This month came with a bunch of great games and I'm just sitting there I'm like, I'll get to you eventually. Hey. One day. One your, day. your list of games go, grows... Ever larger. Well, I keep saying this. I literally, and just before we wrap up, I literally traded in every game I had physically last week. Oh, is that what I Yeah, I traded in my... I traded every single one because I know for a fact that Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is 28th of August and I will play that non-stop because that is four times the amount of content in the world. I have 500 hours of worlds. That's um, And Generations Ultimate, I think when I... In just basic generations, I had 1,100 hours. Yeah, well, in, I actually just traded in my 3DS. Yeah. Um, because I was like, I know we're talking about, are we going to start anew with Generations Ultimate? Yeah, most or, of us, are. Are most gonna, of us want to yeah. start new together. And then I just decided, no, nah, I'm going to actually start anew. I'm not going to carry yeah. over. Um, so I made the final decision, made the final plunge. I traded in my 3DS because I don't have any other games that I want to play on them. I don't play a lot of Smash, so those two Smash copies that I borrowed are going back to their owners. Um, and that's and, the thing, that's, that's literally what I was about to say. December 7th, Sorry, I will not touch a game for. It, it happened with Smash Four. Happened with Brawl. I didn't. I literally didn't buy another game for six months minimum. I think I've got. I think my pre-order list is Generations Ultimate, the new Spider-Man, which looks fantastic. Everything I see about that is incredible. Um, Insomniac have done, Insomniac have done again fantastic. Ratchet and Clank, Sunset Overdrive. They just consistently yeah. also whoever the animation artist we were talking about this whoever is doing animations for Spider-Man, for Spider-Man is- oh, <laughs> yeah it's almost as good so as good. the summoning the axe back like it's almost yeah. as good um, then I've got that's so sad then I've got Red Dead Redemption on the 26th of October meaty thwack which I just I, I, I like Red Dead Redemption I'm just excited to see. but apart from that like that's me to, to smash yeah and Mon's, Mon's and God. Generations Ultimate that's it oh no sorry uh, Akami is coming out on Switch in a couple of days. Yeah, I'll get Akami as I've well. I've got that preloaded. Um, but yeah, yeah Generation, like, I bought Generations Ultimate. It's sitting downloaded on yeah. my home screen. I like am staring it. at it. But 
Um, I'm sure it's about to back to the sequel thing. Actually, Akami just reminded me of the sequel thing. Akami had a sequel on DS, DS. and it sucked. Oh, like, wow. I thought scathing sucked. reviews. I never got around mm-hmm. to playing it. Scathing reviews. Scathing I never reviews. got around to playing But I guess we should end. Uh, what are our thoughts on. Okay, I'll ask this question to wrap it all up. Quality or quantity, what do you believe needs to be more of to be a sequel? Mm. Mm. That's good. That's good. So, you, would you make. Would you make the... The uh, devil's coin toss, you have to choose one. You have to choose Quality one. Or so I, Quality or quantity. If I wanted, if I wanted a, a sequel to Axiom Burge, do I want it to be bigger? Do I want it to be heaps bigger or do I want it to be just as interesting? Okay. Just I as can, I'll answer, I'll answer ju- first. Ju- just as um, captivating? I'll answer first, just, to, just so you guys can get. For me, it needs to be the natural prog- progression of the game systems, therefore it needs to be the quality of the game's inner workings, the skeleton, the backbone, needs to be quality. I don't want more guns. I don't want more things. I want refined shooting. I want that gun that was underpowered to feel worth. I want every gun to feel like they have a place. I want the quality to be the same. That's me. Ollie? I think if a game, if you have like a really good first game, I just want... That and but more of it for the sequel. So quantity, like, because um, what's that Everspace game? Was that the one I've been playing? Yeah, the, the new space. one. If that had like just a straight up endless mode where you just go and go and go and go, that'd be awesome. Like, I that'd be so cool. Instead of having to like go back and then replay and then go back and then replay and then go back. That and defeats replay. the purpose of a rogue like that, man. Yeah, but I just want to like. I that's another thing where I like um Necro- Necropolis. I wish Necropolis had an endless mode so I could just like collect all the dank loot things so you just in want, a single playthrough. You want every roguelike to have an endless mode. I, just lo- I love endless modes. So he wants quantity. Oliver? Good uh, job. What? If a game's already good... Yeah, there's one one. We'll go on. It's, right, not, it's not a clean sweep. Uh, for me... Addison? Oh, oh just shut up. Because um, <laughs> I've got to answer this. Um, I think it depends on the game. So... Oh, here we d- go. Depend, depends on what the game is is and what like what well, category sh- let the record in. show he's about to do the bitch out answer no he's gonna yeah, he's gonna flip the coin it's gonna land on its edge <laughs> yeah yeah it lands on the edge no so like if it was if it was a really cool game like uh if i was playing something or i got a dlc for or a, let's say a game which i've been playing recently if it's something like uh what do you call it mario rabbits it's a game that i've been playing recently if they happen to magically all of a sudden do a sequel to something like that and i would personally but something like that i would say quantity because i want the same game yep same game but lots of it but if it's a game where it's uh really interesting then i want like you said the natural progression, but personally, I've got to say, uh, I've got to go with the quality. Yeah, quality wins! And we'll end it right there. Thank you for listening to the Salty, To Be Discussed, the Salty Studios podcast with Addison, Oliver, and Chris, and we'll see you in two weeks, which we possibly might be doing another movie review because... Venom. Venom. Venom's in October, guys. Oh. We were thinking... Grady, so you've been talking about Venom for the last, like, two weeks. Yeah, great, Venom looks really... Grady, Grady, suggest, Grady suggested we should go see the new Mission Impossible. I hope you have that. So that might happen. Something oh, other really? than a, a Marvel Super, movie. Yeah. Or the so, finished Ghost Protocol. So, catch ya.